Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryson. As always, I am Bryson with me today. I have the hobo looking. I have the one. I have the only. Don't lie to the people, Bryson. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie, we have a special guest on today. Let's go ahead and introduce him. James, we go way back, baby. Thank you Way so back. much. Thank you so much for being here. We could not be more excited to have you for week one of the NFL season, baby. I am yes, stoked. Thanks Thank you guys on, for having James. me on. Of course, just, man. Real quick, I just want to say, uh, at any time, feel free to interrupt Bryce because the boy rambles. <laughs> I mean, we went to college together, so we're going to interrupt each other. I can promise, <laughs> I can promise you that. Okay. <laughs> James, I want to give you a quick shout out. Obviously, what you guys are doing over on your podcast is absolutely awesome. I've I've taken a lot from your podcast and shared it with Charlie, and I think we've kind of stolen some things from you guys. But I want to give you the chance to kind of shout out the pod to all of our listeners so that you guys can hopefully get some more fans here. I appreciate that. So ours is called PLL Quick Sticks. We talk everything PLL, matchups and everything. We've actually had the opportunity to have three players and one coach on this year. So we're definitely making a step up. And we got uh, field seats for the playoffs next weekend. So some good content coming your way. So PLL Quick Sticks. Absolutely. You guys have got a bunch of shout-outs on Twitter, social media in general. You guys are absolutely killing it. So keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Love the pop. We will, man. We will. Absolutely. But in the meantime, we're going to talk some football. Let's get it. Let's get it. James, Charlie. Labor Day. Are you guys ready? It's time to labor over these beers. That's that's exactly what it means. <laughs> Let's talk some football. Let's do it. Cheers. 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 Mm. So Labor Day for me means we've got one more week until I let a professional football team determine my mood for the next five months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I have high hopes, so. I've kind of gotten over that part because of the Panthers obviously uh, recent struggles so yeah, it's more about so my, you, you it's more about my fantasy team. football team how well my fantasy football team or my daily goes so will determine my... for the past couple of years yeah yeah saying. I mean you're a realist but the Panthers have made you realism means you're a pessimist which I get I'm a Commanders fan. I get it, man. Yeah. Being yeah. real means it's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, man. Oh, shit. All right, boys. Let's jump into it here. Uh, it. We're going to go through some news real quick. Charlie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this one off to you since this is your, your territory here. Jimmy G re-signs with the San Francisco 49ers. I, I don't truly understand the whole scope of it or the money so charlie i'm going to rely on you there but basically from my understanding it's a one-year deal to extend him through with the niners and keep him there for the rest of this year and then after that it's essentially walk away as a complete free agent no dead money no nothing like that am i am i on par there charlie yeah so uh we were he was due about 25 million this year but it wasn't guaranteed so earlier I had talked about how if we had cut him, it wouldn't be a, the same cap hit as the $25 million. It probably would have been closer to ten, but um, either way, we restructured him to $6.5 million guaranteed uh, with about $10 million in incentives for playing time. And I don't know exactly what kind of playing time and everything like that, but there's a no-trade clause in there, so he's going to have to approve any trade they could do 
and there's a no tag clause, so he cannot be franchise tagged at the end of the year, which is great. Wow, for so he can walk. This away. is a deal, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is... is the highest. He is the highest paid, maybe outside of Sam Darnold, but he is the highest paid backup quarterback in the league. But for sure, it's for a guy that has taken us to a Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game the two years that he was healthy. So, so one one question I want to ask you here, Charlie, that I think is the most important question to ask here: Did John Lynch and Shanahan, after realizing that they probably weren't going to get any money for Jimmy or any type of value for trading him away, did they say, you know what, it's probably better that we have this him as a backup because he's more than likely going to have to play X amount of games this year? Would I mean okay. is that I see that I see that as two different questions, but I think they probably realized the whole time like we would love to keep this guy. We understand there's going to be a market for him. Then he gets surgery. Then no one gets hurt in preseason. And they made it kind of, they made it sound like, Hey, we're actually probably going to cut him just for money reasons. Right. And then he was willing to restructure. Um, there's a couple things that I'm like thinking about when, when we're, so we're bringing back Jimmy is this going to affect Trey Lance's confidence? I don't know. A lot of people think Jimmy signed this thinking, you know, he's been at practice and he's on, been on a side field. He's been watching what's going on in practice. Is he looking at Trey Lance like he's not there yet? So I think I'll play this year. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's tough. That, so that's kind that's of my tough. question. Like, James, if I were to ask you, like, over under, uh, Jimmy G gets into plays, not just not starts, but plays okay. in two and a half games this year. You taking the over or the under on that? Hard over on that. You think so? Because I think they'll throw him in the mix on some plays just to like throw things off, you know? Because like Trey Lance is an athlete, right? Like they yeah. could have him in those like weird split out plays. And other than that, Jimmy G behind center changes everything for your defense, even if he only throws a six yard out. Yeah, but just because yeah. he's back there, it changes things. So why not throw him in the mix and kind of throw the defense off for a couple plays? So I see that happening, hundred percent. Well, what's interesting I-, I find about these two quarterbacks is literally their skill sets and their weaknesses are polar opposites. Polar right. opposites, yeah. Right. Trey yep. Lance's weakness right now is the short to inter- intermediate throws over the middle. Over the and middle, that's where yep. Jimmy G is a surgeon. Right. Like truthfully, true, that is true. his game. And then Trey Lance can do everything else. He can throw it deep. He's got more accuracy deep than Jimmy G does. He has the athletic ability to get out, be sure. a threat on his feet. And so, you know, there is some of that. Also, our schedule is interesting. I think the first two weeks, Trey Lance has to kill it. We're playing the Bears, and then we're playing the Seahawks. We turn around and play the Broncos, and then we play the Rams. So I think it'll be three, four... Yikes. Yeah, we're gonna figure out. You'll know what you're made of by then. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna and we're gonna know who's gonna be starting the rest of the year. So I, I guess so, my, my last question would be is like, how short do you think Trey Lance's leash is? I just can't imagine it's that short because we traded the farm. Right, right. So Jimmy we G's only game going in if Trey gets hurt or there's like I mean, really it's, it's imploded. It's got to be really bad for a couple, three maybe two to three weeks. Where what about in a single game? I, 
maybe maybe Jimmy can relieve him. So say say like we're in the third quarter, we just need a change of pace. Bring in Jimmy. I don't think that would necessarily mean that we're gonna start him next week though. Right. Okay. But like, how much? Like, but does that not show how much faith you do or don't have in Trey? Right. If I'm Trey and I throw three picks, knowing that somebody's in my back pocket, I'm playing differently next game. Mm-hmm. Why take that chance if it could get me benched by a guy who, as you said, went to a Super Bowl? Exactly. That's tough. But also, one thing to think about is by restructuring his contract, making it six and a half million opposed to twenty-five million. All of a sudden, the trade market just became a lot more palatable. Teams are more going to be more willing to want to trade for him for that low contract. So you think there is still a chance that Jimmy G gets moved? There's still a chance for injury for everyone else in the league. Oh, you think mid-season, if another team needs a quarterback, they can reach out to you? Absolutely. I think that's a lot of what was being done here. Because it happens every year. We're going to keep him. And, and, I mean, what better option did Jimmy have? He didn't want to go to the Browns or the Seahawks probably, you know? Yeah. I mean, he he probably wants to wait till a better team, and and with the no trade clause, he gets to choose. Yeah, can he raise so, his stock during the season? Like, can that change? Like, let's say he has, let's say you guys have to use him for three or four games, and he plays really well. Does that change any anything that's in the contract currently? Well, he has incentives for playing time. Okay. Okay. So interesting. That's that's um, gonna be dicey, man. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. And it's and it's I, and I don't know the details of the playing time incentives. Like, is it if he gets in, he gets a million dollars a game or right. something? Or right. you know, I I don't know. Yeah, the, the okay. details of that that hasn't come out necessarily. But so yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, hmm. but but truthfully, Jimmy would have been cut, not playing for anyone. He knows this offense, and I do believe he probably thinks he might get in. I don't know that he will. That's fair. I love Trey. I'm excited for Trey. I love Trey not knowing, you know, what he can do, really. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited yeah. for him. I think the whole team is excited for him. Let's see what happens. But I think this was a very smart move by Jimmy, really. And obviously the team, but I think this was a great, I guess, a great option for Jimmy. Like, this was the best thing that could have happened considering how the offseason didn't turn out any prospects for him by the end of it, at least. True. All right. Uh, I want to move on here, Charlie. Uh, What else we have is Matt Ariza. um, This this whole thing, I think, took a lot of people by surprise. Um, He's a rookie, right? He is a rookie this year? Yeah, he was just drafted. Just drafted, punter. I don't even know where he went to school. Um, Uh, San Diego State. So there comes out um, last week that there were allegations that he essentially was involved in a gang rape case of a girl at a San Diego State party who was only 17. And it turns, I, I don't know, essentially what the Bills did, the Bills went ahead and cut him because of their culture. They said, all right, we're, anyone who is going to be involved with such a story it's just not going to be in our building. And I, I hats off to the Bills for doing that. I Matt Ariza agree. obviously pleads that he is innocent and says that this is a um, a ploy to try and get him when he's at his highest moment, I guess you could say, or potentially about to get paid. Um, sure. But at the end of the day, like, you know, I know he's only a punter, but does I think the main question is, is this going to start setting the standard for teams moving forward? I mean – 
outside of Deshaun Watson, I think talent makes up for everything. But like at the end of the day, like can we hope that this is going to be the standard moving forward in the NFL? I think it needs to be. And you know, I don't know if y'all heard this, but apparently his parents, Matt Ariza's parents, went to the DA and tried to settle, saying like, "Hey, if this is a money thing, let's just do it right now." Sure. I did not hear that. So. I also did hear that the Bills knew about it a couple months ago. They ah, sat on it for a little bit, ah, so they wanted to see if that's if the, if the claims were substantiated. So, right, right. Good on the Bills, I guess, but let's not right. act like they just found out about yeah. it. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Just, just want to make sure. Make, just want to make sure we're clear on that. It's, yeah, still, yeah. The it's still the NFL. It's still the NFL. Yeah. It's still the NFL. Yeah. I hope. I hope this changes it moving forward because it's. It's so convoluted and disgusting. You know, we have guys yeah, who now miss a year because of betting, and this guy, you know, yeah, it just it just doesn't make sense. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. Well, hopefully, this dude, uh, uh, assuming that he's guilty, I know I shouldn't do that, but if if the claims are substantiated, hopefully, this dude does. There, you know, he's done with his NFL career. Hundred percent. Start. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right, boys, let's move on here. Um, James, let me come to you with this one. Uh, Tyron Smith tore his hamstring from the bone. They ended up signing Jason Peters, and they did something kind of cool where it's like they signed him to their practice squad to help him. He sat out. He's a free agent, so he's been hanging yeah, out. because he's probably Pers- 400 fucking pounds. 100%. He is. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe true. And he's so 40. He get into shape. And he's 40. Yeah, James. So it means what? Like, yo, I wouldn't have even signed him. Be like, hey, let me call you in three weeks. Get in shape. But anyways, thank you, James, for your opinion on that one. Sorry. So, James, Sorry. James, I'm going to come to you on this one. Uh, <laughs> what, James? What do you think about the signing for the Cowboys and how this could affect their roster moving forward? Um, well, I am obviously somebody who's gone against Peters as, as a Commanders fan, and uh, he's good for five weeks a year, and he does his job well. So I, I think it makes sense. I think it's crazy for some people, but that man's played on battered knees and legs mm-hmm. his entire career, man. So if he's good for those five weeks, people need to understand, that's five weeks of your quarterback not becoming Joe Burrow of 2021 mm-hmm. or every other quarterback that's gotten hurt. He's that important. So I do agree with the other James that I think he probably is 400 pounds. <laughs> but, at the sa- <laughs> but at the same time, if he provides you four or five weeks protection, how valuable is that? I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. So. Well, last year, so last year he played for the Bears, and <clears throat> it took him probably to week five or six to get into shape. So, yeah. Because you know he he was out, and, and they huge. brought him in. He's they massive. needed him, and but then he he played well once he got into shape. But he, right. he was, um, I, I would almost go as far as to say a liability until he did. Yeah. Being that old and just out of shape. I do yeah, think no. it. You I, know, no, I think it was a great move to put a, do the practice squad thing. Though. I think that's really smart. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, right. I agree. Definitely, definitely the right move considering the player and, and and getting him back into shape. I do. I do think it it proves how desperate the Cowboys are as far as piecemealing that offensive line. I think that was one of the main things this offseason is that you know they were kind of bad last year right i mean they were they they had some gaping holes obviously they still have some guys on that line with injuries but yeah they were hurting with lines and then they were hurting with depth so i don't know what what is great is that it gives the the guy behind who will be behind jason peters some experience right some reps so it will be beneficial i mean they might hurt 
in the first five games or, or whatever it would be until he gets in shape. But um, I think it's it's cool to get the backup some reps, get him a little bit more comfortable, and then get Jason Peters in there and help solidify that line a little bit. Uh, awful injury for Tyron Smith, though, mm. who's an incredible player. Ter- terrible. Yeah. I mean, and Jason long. Peters can also provide some some, uh, some advice, right? Like he's oh, yeah, a veteran. A you know, he's going to be on the sideline talking about – exactly. He's going to coach for the first couple of weeks, but – I think a lot of this depends on which Zeke we get this season. Yeah, and that's going to be yeah. that's going to be a big kicker. So we'll yeah. see. And how but they again, utilize again, Tony Pollard right. to offset that too. You know, they're talking. Correct. There's that early talk of how are we going to see Tony Pollard? Is it going to be in the backfield or is it going to be as the slot receiver as we've kind of seen or heard from so far? So yeah, we'll I mean, see. it's like they're working them a lot in the slot. Yeah. All right, boys, let's do it. Uh, we're talking football here. We're getting after it. Guys, we are officially back week one. All right, what a better game. Or I should say there's no better game to kick off week one of the NFL season of what feels like could be a Super Bowl matchup here, boys. Um, It's true. Bills at the Rams, back in SoFi. Uh, Buffalo's favored by two and a half points right now. Uh, I'll go ahead and start off first here, boys, uh, going back to our typical format. My love here for this game is going to be Gabriel Davis. I feel like this is a really good spot for Gabriel Davis to kind of make his name known around the league that he is going to be that number two wide receiver um, beyond Stephon Diggs and that it's not just Stephon Diggs and then the peanut gallery, that it's Stephon Diggs and, and Gabriel Davis. And I feel like Stephon Diggs obviously is going to get – he doesn't. Well, he probably won't get a shattered by Jalen Ramsey because we know that's not what the Rams do anymore, but – um, I, I feel like this is a really good spot for Gabriel Davis to kind of blow up onto the scene and make his name well known. My hate for this, I kind of have two guys, and they're both in the Rams run uh, backfield here. My hate's going to be Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. I just think uh, both defenses here are stout, but I really think the Bills did a great job of, you know, that was their Achilles heel last year was stopping the run game. And I feel like they kind of committed to that and probably watched a ton of film on how well Sean McVay can run the ball. And so that's why I have the two hates is Akers and Henderson. Charlie, I'll throw it to you first. Bills, Rams, who? what you got? I love Cooper Cup in this. I know that's such a – I know people will think that's a cop-out. But Davius White, the number one corner for the Bills, is out. So it seems like the biggest lock of all time for me, uh, Cooper Cup. And – it's weird that you your hates were I, I've written down the exact same thing Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson um, having said all that uh, well actually never mind I'm not going to give my pick right now but uh, yeah I think I think it's going to be tough this is going to be a absolute shootout it's going to be a lot of fun reminiscent wow. of last year's Thursday night opener which was the Bucks and the Cowboys which was insane um, James who you love hate so, man, you guys had – I was going to kind of go some some cop-out picks just because Josh Allen was my, was my first take because I'm just a big <laughs> Josh Allen guy. However, I uh, I got to throw Crowder out there. I mm. think uh, Jamison Crowder on the Bills, I, uh, I don't know what his role, his full role is going to be for them, but I watched him play on the skins for years. I watched him play well on other teams, and I feel like he's going to kind of sneak there and be a great target for when Josh Allen breaks the pocket. He's that kind of good, you know, athletic receiver. 
Um, as far as my uh, that's a homer pick if I've ever heard. One. Yeah. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. Roll with it. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I appreciate that. Um, I, I got to go, Mister. I got to go, Mister Robinson. Uh, Alan Robinson. I have not been a fan of his since day one. I thought he was going to come out and just take the league over, and I haven't seen him get separation from anybody in the last couple seasons. So I just, I, I don't think he. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, who, who all do we hold to that standard? Because we had Scary Terry, and he ate last year with an average quarterback. So no, you can I only like, do so much. I like the take. I do. I do. No, like no, no. I get it. I get it. I just we always receiver. like to change the argument when it's like this is a good receiver, a bad quarterback. A lot of good receivers have had bad quarterbacks. That's a very that's good, good point. Right. That's a very you know, good point. A lot, a lot of very good receivers have had. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, no, Megatron. I, I like that take, and I've, I've been kind of lower on Allen Robinson this year, even though it makes all the sense in the world to like him a lot more because he's got Matt Stafford. So, I, I like I know. that take. He's, just, right. he's also on the wrong side of two injuries. So, yeah, true. We'll see. Go, go ahead. All right, James, who you got? Who's your game pick? Uh, I got Bills. Charlie? Bills. And I got the Bills as well. That's a nice, clean sweep. I think it's going to be uh, – a tough year back for the Rams, but I think they'll have some success. I just don't see it a whole lot in this game here. All right, boys, moving on to the first game of Sunday. None other than the Browns visiting the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Carolina is currently favored at two and a half points. Charlie, my love, James, my love is going to be defense in general. Okay, I think Miles Garrett's going to go uh, eat some of the Baker's dozen here. Um, I, I just think this is going to be a low-scoring game in general. I think, I, I really think this game could be like thirteen to ten, thirteen to six, something like that. I just, I, I, I like Baker, and I know James is going to uh, get after me about Baker, but I think he still <laughs> needs some time. But I do think the Browns' defense is that good. I really, I really think they are that good. I, I think again, I think the defense will score some points here. My hate is going to be Amari Cooper, J.C. Horn's back. Last year, in the first three games that he was there, I, I think uh, wide receivers had a total of 80 yards uh, caught on him over a three-game span. This dude is sure. legit a lockdown corner as long as he can stay healthy. I hate Amari Cooper. James, we'll go to you next. Who's your love-hate? So I'm going to just echo what you just said. Cooper was mine as well. Um, I feel like he's going to see what it's like to be in a world where your run offense isn't that solid, your offensive line. He's going to really see how good he had it, right, when he was on the Cowboys. And uh, you might hate my the pick that I love, but I love Baker. Okay. I love Baker for the pure reason that I feel like when people doubt Baker, he eats. Yeah. Every time in college, he'd be told that, you know, he's just this quarterback. He can't do this. He can't do that. That next game, you would come out and, you know, swinging. So I got, I got Baker as my pick. Listen, I can't wait for that game. Hearing you talk I about wait it, for that. listen to just listening to you talk about it. I just like, <laughs> I got my fingers crossed, boys. I'm like, I know. Come on, I baby. Know. Come on, I baby. Know, but, but we've been we've been on the other side of this. I know. That's all. Right. I'm keeping we've hope slow. Here, keeping hope slow. Like we're just, yeah. you know, it's gonna be a defensive game. It's gonna be a defensive game. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just for your psyche. Yeah, it's just yeah. for your psyche. I so, so I don't get disappointed when we so lose. So you don't get disappointed, yeah. dude. This six, is a game. Yeah, six, six to ten. Yeah, yeah. Baker with like That's two good. picks and two hundred yards, like you know. No, 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 my love is Baker in this game, too. Um, wow, love that. And actually, mm, believe that. it or not, I have a different take on this game than Bryce does. My hate is defense because I think there's just so much juice from both sides wanting to beat the shit out of each other. True. Especially Baker. Especially um, Baker. And the Browns. I, I think that this could get oddly 
high scoring. And so I don't like defense from wow. your team. Okay. I, love, I, I really do. I am very high on the Browns' defense. I am. Yes, you are. I think You're closet Browns here's, fan. Here's, here's the thing. It's like we forget that Christian McCaffrey is going to be on the field. Well, you, you're points. assuming you're assuming Jacoby Brissett's going to just be slanging that thing across no, the field. It's going to be high I, score. I, <laughs> Come on now. I disagree with James about their their run offense. I think the the Browns' run offense is a lot better than the, the Cowboys, truthfully. And so I think that their running yeah. game, their okay. running attack, is going to take over their offense, and Jacoby's going to do what he needs to do. But I think Baker is going to. I have a fire lit under his ass, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this game. All right. So you would you would say that offensive line is on par with the Cowboys that have been of last year and the two years before that? Last year, that, considering, considering Zeke looked like trash, the offensive he did. line was decimated. Um, he was. The Browns' offensive line isn't like a ton better than their injured offensive line from last year. But yeah, I think, sure. I think I'd like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt better than – Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard of last year. I love that. Okay, so you're basing this just on last year. Just on last year. Just last year. Based on what you – I'm just, like, responding to what you had said about what he's been used to. Mark Cooper, that is. All right. Yeah, yeah. Boys, I'm I'm staying home. I'm going Carolina here. All right. Carolina here. I got Carolina. Woo! Let's go, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Baker, we're cooking, baby. He can be cooking. Oh man, we're gonna run this recording after the game. We gotta run this recording after the game. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. All right, boys, let's move on before I find myself six feet deeper. Uh, we're gonna go to the Saints and Falcons. New Orleans favored by five and a half points. James, go ahead and give me your love hate here. Oh boy, are you guys gonna kill me if I say I love Jameis? No, no. I think that's, I think I, that's, I, Charlie and I were talking about it. I think that's a solid take. I, uh, dude, I have I've been a fan of his for for forever, and I think you know post post LASIK, post stealing crabs. I think I think this guy's ready to to sling it. He's gonna make he's gonna make mistakes. He is. I'm but. so happy you said post stealing crabs. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I I think people forget that he led the league in passing TDs yeah. because he also place. led the league in picks. You know, yeah, he did. You know, it's just like the Babe Ruth thing. Most home runs, most strikeouts. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, love Jameis. And honestly, I, I've had this take for a while. I, I cannot stand the Falcons defense. Yeah. They have had a lot of good teams on paper. They had a lot of injuries the last couple of years. But like, I'm kind of sick of the excuses. I mean, they, they, they need to make tackles in the open field and they haven't been able to. Um, so their defense is my, is my, my bad take. Great so, take. Great take. Yeah. Charlie, what you got? Uh, I love Jameis as well. That's, that's lovely. I think that. Here's the thing. I, I think a lot of these first games, um, teams that have innovative offenses and they're going against poor defenses, they're gonna hold, they can hold back. But this is a divisional game, so I don't think that's necessarily what's going to happen. I think Jameis is going to sling it all over the field. Um, I hate Cordero Patterson. It's just a tough matchup. Saints defense is going to be stout as always. That's what I've got for my love hate. Bryce, what you got? Yeah, uh, I, my love here is going to be Alvin Kamara. I think in these early season games, I think it's just you got to keep it simple. Like offenses are still going to be finding chemistry. It, and the main thing is just get your ball to your playmakers. And I think that starts with Alvin Kamara here. 
um, with Michael Thomas and Chris Olave kind of finding their groove both in very different ways, but in the same sense, they both need to find chemistry with Jameis here since they have all kind of been in and out of the lineup here recently. But uh, I think Alvin Kamara is the one steady channel for that offense to keep moving down the field. So I love Alvin here. Uh, my, my hate, I had written down Michael Thomas, but Charlie, I, I kind of want to second your Cordero Patterson um, pick is here. Is Michael Thomas playing? Is he playing? I, I think, I thought he was all systems go. Like they were, he wow. might be on a snap okay. count, but I thought he was all systems go. Okay. Been on a snap count for four seasons. See, I need to ask you guys about Alave. What do you What do you guys think, man? I so he, I, he's got the gunslinger. Yeah, you know? I picked Big Alave fan. in my fantasy, and I think I think he's could be this team's number one wide receiver by the end of this year. I, I think, think I think we're one, gonna start. I think... Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think we will literally see in during this season we will see the changing of guards from Chris Olave and saying goodbye to Michael Thomas. I really Michael I, Thomas. I really yep. do. I really do. I actually agree with that. I actually agree and with that. They've, they've also got Jarvis Landry as an incredible possession receiver. Mm-hmm. I think I think that Jarvis Landry has really solidified himself as a possession receiver, not a mm-hmm. not a touchdown threat, but I think so I think that helps Chris Olave with the explosive plays True. and things. So yeah. I, I yeah, I Charlie, I kind of second you with the Cordero Patterson just cuz they seem to really like that Allegier kid that they've been putting in the backfield, the rookie. So yep, I just yep. think that just means less touches for Cordero moving forward. I also kind of like Drake London here. I know they, you know, they kind of had, uh, they have Kyle Pitts there as well. So any other big, tall bodied wide receivers, it's going to gonna hopefully kind of give uh, Marcus Mariota a little more leeway to kind of put the ball into a spot. They can get it. All right, boys, quickly. I have New Orleans. Who else? What do we have here? New Orleans. Char- All right, clean sweep. All right, got another uh, interesting game here. 49ers at the Bears. 49ers are favored by seven full points. Um, Charlie, who's your love-hate? Um, so, obviously, Debo is a, is a good play, but I, I love Ayuk here, and what I'm thinking is that Kyle Shanahan's not going to get too, too creative because I think the Bears, it's – probably pretty well known that the Bears are not going to be a very solid team this year. We probably won't need to dive too far into the playbook. And I think there's going to be a lot of pitch and catch. And I think the pitch and catch, Brandon Ayuk will be the beneficiary of a lot this year. Um, so, and my hate is Justin Fields. What you got, Bryce? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of had the same idea as far as the Niners offense. I think they got to keep it simple out of the gate week one. I think pitch and catch is, is exactly what I was thinking too. And it sounds like Ayuk's been the, the recipient of most of that this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Ayuk finishes with a better line than Debo does this game. So just fantasy keepers out there, just keep that on your radar. My hate is going to be, I feel like Justin Fields is the pretty obvious pick, but I'm also going to go with David Montgomery as well. I think this 49ers defense knows that they can pressure Justin Fields, and as long as they can stop the run, this team's going to get out of hand pretty quickly. James, what you got? Yep, I uh, Charlie might like this, but I, I'm all the tra- Trey Lance train. I'm I'm high on him, man. So he's my uh, he's my easy pick for there. And I guess we're all echoing the same thing. But Bears offensive line, Montgomery, mm. Fields, all the same. I, I just don't think it's going to be a good combo with the with the Niners off or defense coming downhill. So all right, so I've got the Niners. We, we, we Niners. Yep. Niners, come on, man. Come on, man. My TV's on the right channel. What are you talking about? <laughs> crazy. That's a crazy. 
All right, boys, let's move on here. We have Steelers at the Bengals. Could get interesting here. Um, it's uh, Cincinnati's favorite by six and a half points right now. Um, James, who's your love hate? Um, so wait, I gotta I gotta ask a quick question. Sure. Is Burrow gonna be back since the appendix surgery? It sounds like it. Sounds like he sat out all preseason so that he would be full go week one. Wow. Okay. I so, did have uh, my uh, appendix removed. I did feel much better after two weeks. So. Oh, seriously? So he, you think he can be 100%? I, I do think. Because I have, if Burrow's 100%, he would be my pick. Yeah. My, my, you know, Literally had easily. my appendix removed. I felt much better two weeks later. It's like I never had it. Bryce, you're not in the NFL. Wow. I'm not talking about you. I, I know. I'm just trying to share <laughs> Just trying to share my story and my glory, baby. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have I have Burrow. Um, I honestly didn't have a, I didn't have a bad take for this one. I, I didn't choose anybody. I, I like All the right. matchup, but I think Bur- Burrow's my guy. So go ahead. Like that, Charlie. What you got? Um, I actually love Najee Harris and really Joe Mixon. Um, I, I think that this is going to be a shootout. It's a divisional game, a shootout in a way that it's just going to be a fun game to watch. But the Steelers are going to have to win games with their running game. Najee Harris is that dude. I hate. Mitchell Trubisky, assuming that he's starting, which has not been announced, correct? correct. I was going to say, is he starting? He's, oh, yeah. He's been named enough. a captain, but he has not been named the starter. Okay, well, I'm not oh, a huge my. fan of <laughs> the Steelers quarterback in this matchup, but the, truthfully, I think the Steelers' defense is better than the Bengals. Hmm. Having said that, well, I'm not going to give my pick, but, uh, that, is this, but I, like, okay. I like Najee Harris. Okay. Like Najee Harris. Who's your hate? Mitch or the quarterback for the Steelers. Okay, all right. I yeah, Charlie. I kind of second that. It's kind of the same thing as what I was saying for Alvin Kamara. I think the Steelers' number one option has got to be Najee Harris. You got to feed the beast. Got to go in early. Even and I, I think this is one of those games where it's not necessarily the big plays. It's more volume. He's going to get a ton of volume here, and I think that's where he's going to have most of his production. I do have Jamar Chase as my hate, and it's not that I don't think he'll get some incredible catches. I just think. Again, AFC North game, this game means something more. I know it's the first game of the year, but it, it just means more. So I do think that they'll be probably sliding a majority of their coverage towards Jamar Chase, and I think that could mean that Tyler Boyd or T. Higgins has a better day uh, stat-wise than Jamar You know what, has. that's a good take, Bryce. Jamar Chase has never had a coverage slide to him his whole career, so I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting yeah, to see how they handle that throughout the year this year, knowing that, you know, everyone's going to start with, okay, how do we guard Jamar? Like, yeah, I, I feel was, like they're going to take was giving what you they can get from No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a terrible take, honestly, Bryce. I think it's, I think it's a really bad was, take. Like, oh, man. Like, oh. Really bad. Jamar Chase has been Bryce. the number one guy on every scouting report since NAM. So it I sounds just, like it that's sounds crazy. Like your wife that's is crazy. A Steelers fan, and you don't want to get in trouble at home. Uh, no, no, I just I that listen. I really wait. Is I your really, wife a Steelers fan? Yes, she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah, there yeah, is some yeah, bias yeah, yeah. behind the scenes <laughs> that you are not telling me about. Wow. I uh, okay. I'm not gonna get into it. We're gonna move on here before I get I get deeper. But I do want to explain my okay. thinking later. Uh, my yeah. game pick here. I gotta go, Cincy. I think they're the more complete okay, team right off were, the bat. I thought you were a that was close. Yeah, yeah. Now I was about to put money. I was about to put money on this game. I got, I got Bengals. I got Bengals. I got the Bengals too. I'd like for us to get to some games that uh, that we disagree on, but we'll see. Well, I think we're getting there. We are getting there. All right, let's move on here. Uh, Eagles at the Lions. 
Um, Philly is favored by four and a half points and two and a half kneecaps here. Uh, my love is going to be TJ Hawkinson. Kneecaps, baby. Uh, I think Eagles were the worst in the league at covering the tight end last year. I don't think that just changes automatically in one year or one offseason. I think there's going to be some some give and go there. So I do like TJ here. Uh, and my hate's going to be any Eagles running backs. They added Trey Sermon to that backfield. I, I really like Kenneth Gainwell. And I, I've heard that Kenneth Gainwell's getting majority of the runs when they need it the most. But there's Miles Sanders. There's Boston Scott. It's just a mess. And I don't think we got any clarity going into week one. Charlie, what you got? Well, I have a completely different take on this than you. Um, well, one, the Eagles got Miles Jack to help with the tight ends, I think. I mean, he's a, one of the most athletic linebackers. And uh, But anyways, um, I actually love Miles Sanders in this because the Eagles started winning games when they established the run game. And I don't think they're going to wait this year to establish the run game. So if Miles Sanders is starting, I think he's questionable. I love Miles Sanders. I, I love that pick here. Um, one of the maybe one of the few games that is like, a, I really love Miles Sanders. Um, I hate Jared Goff, but this is a light hate. I don't like. I don't despise Jared Goff in this game because he's going to have to probably throw to keep up. Um, I just didn't really have a better one. Fair. So I went with Jared sure. Goff. All right, James, what you got? Sure. I uh, I despise Jared Goff <laughs> uh, with, <laughs> with every cell in my body. I haven't seen him hit a window pass in years. Anyway, so that's my hate and my love is honestly AJ Brown. That's I fair. think he's going to be a problem, man. I yeah. think he's going to be an absolute problem in the middle of the field. So AJ Brown, easy. Fair enough. All right, I have Philly. What do you have? What do you guys have? Philly, Philly. Philly. Yeah, I, I think this game will be close, and I think that's kind of the story of the Lions' year this year. I think they will win some games, but they will always have close games. They're not going to get blown yeah. out like they did yeah, last I year. Think, I think true, that they true. will some, – some of those close games that they – you know, if they – I don't know how many of the games were that close, but the ones that were close say they lost six of them. I think they win three of those six this year. So I think well, like, is, isn't it – isn't it a saying that when you get blown out, it's the players' fault? Close games are coaches' faults. Mm-hmm. And Lions, you know, obviously coaching staff need neither a year to get under their belts. That that might pan out. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, uh, that, like make, that that does make sense. It does. You know, so I think this will be a, a fun game though to watch. I mean, I'm just I'm just curious about the Lions, and I'm I'm a big fan of what they have going on. Well, I think there's more hype around the Eagles, right? Like I think we all have a lot of hype they, against they, the Eagles, they and like. Are not Stopping making that fifty-three man roster better, right? So, right. Yeah. Them, I mean, that's that, true. That's true. We'll see what Jalen's got, man. Yeah, like yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Could what be a blow-up spot. Could be a blow-up spot. Be. Could All be. right, let's move on here. We got Pats at the Dolphins. Miami's actually favored by three points. The Patriots typically don't play well in Miami, um, and so playing it swept last year. Uh, yeah, so playing down there in September, I don't think that's going to change anything as far as how hot it is or how humid it is. Um, but James, who do you have as your love hate here? I love Waddle. I think he's going to have a uh, great role this year. As you know, some pressure is obviously going to be taken off of him. And uh, I, I hate Mac Jones. I like it. <laughs> I do. Charlie, I, do. I, I like him for this season, but I do not like him for this game. Yeah. To be clear I'm, on that, I'm a mirror of James on this one. I love Jalen Waddle. I uh, hate Mac Jones. I, I mean, Tyreek is obviously someone to keep your eye on, but I think. I think 
Jalen Waddle is established in that offense. I know it's a different offense, but I, I, I like the chemistry probably between Waddle and Tua. And then, hey, Mac Jones. I think it'll be a fun game. It'll be a close game, though. I I'm not giving you my pick yet. I, I kind of am going to say the same things, but a different take on them. I, I don't like Mac Jones in the passing game here because I love the Patriots running backs. Run I game. think between yeah. Damian Harrison and Ramondre Stevenson, I was really high on Ramondre Stevenson. Well, I was high on Damian Harris last year, but I think that uh, Ramondre Stevenson might start emerging as the go-to guy here. But – Regardless, you can't trust any Patriots running back because that's just how they do things up there. 100%. And then I like Jalen Waddell, so I hated Tyreek. I think Bill Pelichick is going to know that the number one way you're going to stop Miami this year is you don't give up any big plays. And I think that starts and ends with Tyreek Hill. And I think no matter what, you'll probably see a majority of that two-deep coverage for maybe not a majority of the game because I think they still have to pressure Tua and see what he is. But I think they're going to really have their eye on Tyreek the whole game long. I have the Patriots winning this game. What do you guys have? I actually have the Patriots as well. I have the I Dolphins. Here, here's my thing. Um, the reason why I hate Mac Jones is I don't think they have their offensive play calling fig- figured out yet. Do you, do you guys know who their offensive play caller is? I, I, no. But no. I, I think, and so, but I, so I yeah. think Bill Belichick is going to have to take over at some point. Is he going to take over right now? Is he going to take over later? If he takes over right now, either way, he's going to want to run the ball. That's my hate on Mac Jones, but I, I, I like the Dolphins in this game. I, I think I like Miami moving forward, but I think they might be slow out of the gate. they got to find their identity. Sure. Sure. And, and two has got to get his arm strength down pat. Yeah, those yeah. sideline catches, those, those have got to be there on the rope. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, moving on here. Uh, we have the Ravens at the Jets. The Ravens – or sorry, yeah, the Ravens are favored by seven full points. Charlie, who's your love-hate? Um, I love Lamar in this. Didn't get his contract yet. Um, he's probably going to show up, show out. Pay the man. Pay the man. Yeah. The Jets are a year or two away still. Um, Three years. I hate hate the Jets' defense in this. This And I know we've been talking about it, but it's kind of up in the air who the starting quarterback's going to be for the Jets. It sounds like Flacco's on track to start, but there is still a chance that Zach Wilson plays week one. My idea and everything that I'm seeing is that they were going to play it safe, and if that means he's ready for week two, then that means he's ready but let Joe Flacco start the game against a really solid Ravens team here. How cool would it be if Joe Flacco beats the Ravens? Beats the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Be cool. James, wow. what you love hate? Um, I love, love J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. I think people forgot that he got hurt last year. Um, he, he was supposed to have a pretty, you know, pretty solid season, wasn't able to. Uh, and hate is literally whoever is under center for the Jets. <laughs> It it, it, it it doesn't matter. It yeah. really doesn't matter. I, so. I, I do kind of agree. I'm hoping J.K. Dobbins starts. Uh, I, they've been kind of wishy-washy on how much he's going to play or if he's plays. I think that's just a hardball thing, and I think he will play. Um, yep. But I, do, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see a heavy dose of Mike Davis and less of J.K., um, sure. But I do love Mark Andrews here. I just think he's you know he's going to be the go-to guy. He always pops off here. And my hate's going to be Garrett Wilson. Um, I, I think he might need a little bit more time to establish that relationship with 
whoever is going to be under center for the Jets. Uh, sure. James, what's your game pick? I got Ravens. Charlie? Ravens. Yeah, I got Ravens too. Another clean sweep. Uh, that one could get interesting though. But I think the Ravens defense probably is what holds the Ravens uh, well above that. Uh, all right, let's move on here. We have Jags at Commanders. James, it only feels fitting to throw it to you first. Who's your love-hate? That's fair. Um, I love Scary Terry. I absolutely love that man. Um, and this is not going to make any sense. If you guys want to eat me up, that's fine. I, I, I kind of hate Wentz in this. Okay. Because I think he's going to throw interceptions, mm-hmm. trying to get the ball to Terry. Mm-hmm. But I think Terry's the kind of receiver that he's going to make some, some damn good plays. So, love, love, hate on the same side. What is your thought on Jahan Dotson? How are we feeling? What's, what's the word on the street? How do we, the fans, feel? Bryce, if we round the clock three years, every year I could have an athletic receiver that comes to the Redskins that's going to help us in the red zone. He has a really good highlight tape. I just, I can't do it again. I just, I feel like Jesse Pinkman. How does he keep getting away? I just, um, he looks really good, man. Yeah. He's a good route runner. He's yeah. a good athlete. I just, dude, I've been here. Yeah. I've been here three times. So yeah. I'm yeah. hopeful, but I have... You know, Bryce, low expectations. Yeah. We'll see what happens because he looks good. He really does. I think the craziest thing, and Charlie and I were talking about it when the news came across, but Brian Robinson, I know we didn't talk about it in the news, Brian Robinson was the victim of being shot twice in the leg for what seemed to be a suspected robbery. And literally at the worst time possible, it sounded like he had all but taken over RB1 role from Antonio Gibson. And then all of a sudden he's hit with this unfortunate spot. It does sound like Ron Rivera sounds like, he could potentially come back at some point this year. Um, I don't know what it's like getting shot, and definitely not being shot twice in the same leg. So we'll sure. see what kind of uh, what kind of athlete he is. I think coming back from that, but um, that was that was a lot of a lot of people's sleeper picks in fantasy this year. So we'll see. We'll see what Gibson can do going back to being RB one. See if he can kind of uh, keep the leash on that. There's always something, man. There's yeah. always something. All right, Charlie, what you got? Uh, my love hate is going to, I love Christian Kirk here. I think, I, I don't think that he was paid. I think he's probably paid more than what he probably deserved. But I do think that contracts do have a resemblance of how they plan on using that person. And I think this is that case here. I think Christian Kirk is that dynamic playmaker that they need in the play, make, in the play, uh, play action or passing game here. So I think, I think this is a really sneaky spot for him. Uh, stay tuned for advice on him later as far as daily goes. And, uh, James, I kind of am going to second you here. I hate Carson Wentz. And it's not because Carson Wentz is just, like, the perfect quarterback for ugly stat lines, right? Like, he'll yep. he'll pop off for 275, but he'll have two touchdowns and two picks. Two picks. So it's just what? like, you know, I and I think the Jags are going to be improved. I really do. I really think the Jags are going to be well improved this year. So we'll see how well this game goes moving forward. Charlie, what you got? Love, hate. Uh, I love Travis Etienne in this. Um, <clears throat> Chase Young is out, and he needs to come back here because he had a pretty poor year last year. I know he was injured, but um, so I hate the commander's defense in this game. Yikes. And I think, wow. I think, Yo, chill out. <laughs> Yo, what? Our defense is not that bad. That's terrible. The Jags, uh, have, have a big day. Um, I think it wow. will be a close game. I do. Um, Hold up. Let's get the picks, Bryce. Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> Hold up. Get the picks ASAP. Charlie, I feel like you have to go first. Who's your pick? Go first. Who's your pick? I got, 
I got the Jags. Oh, oh wow. That's crazy. Wow. James? What? James? I got Commanders. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Damn. I, okay. Brad, so you yeah, got? I'm going to go Commanders. I, I think I, I do, again, it's kind of like, um, I can't remember, wow. I, the Dolphins. I think the Jags will be better, but I think yeah. this just is, it, it might take a second. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags win, but I so, think the Jags kind of need to Team timeout. Charlie, you, th- you think Trevor is ready? You think Mr. Lawrence is ready? I had him as my hate until I realized Chase Young was out. I think that. I mean, he had over four thousand yards of offense last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kirk Cousins puts up a lot of yards too. Ask Vikings fans about him. Well, listen, I, I'm, I'm just saying we're, we're going to say get yards. Back to that later. Okay, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I hear you. I, hear you. I, um, I just think that the level of dysfunction in this organization went down so much that it's going to have a huge impact on Trevor Lawrence's development and and the whole team in general. Um, I can actually get on that. that. I really, do, I really do love Ron Rivera. I, I like what the Commanders. I don't, don't. Uh, yeah, you, no, don't, no, you, no, don't, you no, don't have to no, backpedal. Don't backpedal. Don't backpedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, All right, move it on. Like we got, we got the Colts at the Texans. This is actually the biggest spread of the weekend, boys. The Colts are favored by eight full points, and and I want to before we kind of go into the love hate. Do the Colts cover here? Do we feel like the Texans are that bad that the Colts can cover eight full points? Or do we think that the Jag or the Texans, I'm sorry, have done a better job and could make this a competitive game? James, what do you think? I say they cover. I, I honestly think our boy Matty Ice is in a perfect ideal situation for how he's playing at this age. I really do. And I think they cover for that reason. Charlie? He's going to have protection. He's going to get through his routes, and, and they'll score. So, Charlie, what do you Go think? Ahead. Um. Yeah, I think they cover, but I think it's, I mean, it's eight points. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, Let's move on. That oh, we're move on to the love hates here. James, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Well, Bryce, Bryce, what? Do you think they cover? Uh, oh yeah. I I see. Uh, yeah. Yes. If I had to pick yes or no, I'm going to go yes. I think that's how that betting works, te- Bryce. That's I th- betting works. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have to pay every time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm aware of that, but there's there's a little bit of gray area here. I do think the Texans are more improved. I really do. How much I, improved? I agree with you. I, I, you know how much more improved they are. I don't know, especially in Week One. Like, if I were going to pick any game that the Texans would cover, it would probably be Week One. I'm with you but on the, the fence. I agree with right. James wholeheartedly. I think this is – Matty Ice could not have picked a better system, oh a better it's offense, a better time. I yep, think I, the, I think Indy nailed – like I know Indy the last three years have changed quarterbacks, literally the last three years, but I think they nailed it with this one. I really do. I just think like Matty Ice is the perfect quarterback for their system, for what they wanted to do. I think it's timing. Pittman's going to have a really good year. I wouldn't be surprised if Pierce pops off as well. I just think that this is – Indy could make a deep run. They finally this got the is quarterback. The best gift Matt Ryan has gotten since Kyle Shanahan came to be his offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah, sure. that that sure. offensive line is the best gift he's gotten. See, that's what in, I'm saying. The, the whole line, man. Years. He's yeah. gonna have time. He's gonna awesome. have time. He's yeah. got the IQ. So, uh, James, let's kick it to you for the love hates. What you got? So, I, I love uh, Moa Lee Cox. He's actually mm. from my area. Um, he, he's just like sneakily, like not only stayed on rosters, but really had an effect. 
at the tight end position. If you guys didn't know, he actually played college basketball and then went on to the NFL, which is obviously uh, insane. Um, and I know we're high on Matty Ice. I don't, I don't love him in the first game. I, I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but I do think he's going to have a very solid season, like a very, like a very, very solid year. But I think it's going to take a little time because he is changing. He is changing cities. He's changing, mm-hmm. you know, programs, everything else. So, yep. Yep. Charlie, what you got? Um, I know this is a another cop out pick. I love JT Jonathan Taylor because <clears throat> yeah. I don't sure. I don't think that there's going to be an and like this kind of backs up your hate for Matty Ice. Um, it's just that they're not going to need to pass it a lot. I don't think this game. Okay. I think they'll be in control this oh, game the sure. whole time. It'll be running the ball with arguably the best running back in the league. Um, I think it'll be a breeze. I think uh, my hate's Brandon Cooks because he's going to have trouble with Stephon Gilmore. Um, and although I am a, I am kind of a sneaky fan of Davis Mills. I just don't think this is the the game. This is it's a divisional game. It should be a hell of a game, but I, I think the Colts will be in control the whole time. They won't need to throw a lot. And so my hate's Brandon Cooks. Okay. Love JT. Yeah, I think uh, Damian Pierce, uh, again, is going to be more volume. He may not have any big plays because I think the Colts' defense is really good here. But I do think he, he's going to turn out to be one of the best playmakers as far as the Texans go. So I like the volume here from Damian Pierce, and I do think he's the starting running back for the Texans moving forward. Yep. I kind of agree with you, Charlie. I think my hate here is um, – Brandon Cooks, Stephon Gilmore. I mean, lock, Gilly Lock. Like you just, it's so good. You, you're he not getting so around good. that. You're not getting around that. So my game pick is the Colts here. Colts, the Colts. easy. Okay. Colts, easy. All right. Uh, let's move forward. We have the Giants at the Titans. Tennessee's favored by five and a half points. My love here is going to be Derrick Henry and Saquon. I think for different reasons. They're, well, they're both going to see volume. I think Saquon is going to see runs and catches. But obviously, Derrick Henry is still the best player that the Titans have offensively and defensively. But I think this game could stay more of a game now that Harold Landry tore his ACL and he's done for the year. My hate is going to be pass catchers in that same sense. I don't care what team you're on. I just don't like any of the pass catchers, whether you're on the Giants or the Titans. I have so many questions about both of them as far as their wide receivers go. Who's, Who's Titans be, number one right now? Who's uh, Titans number one right now? It, Technically, it would be Robert Woods, but there's also Traylon Burks, who they drafted. And so they also have... Woods, Woods um, is not a one guy. He's not a one guy. They have... Oh, gosh. What's the guy's sure he name? Can be. I think he can be. Keen, I, I don't think do you really think he can there. be? I don't think he, Cooper Cup was their number was the number one in L.A. last year. He blew up into become, becoming the number one. I think Woods Yo. was there. Wait, what? I think, I think Woods was what? the one going into... Not, I'm no. sorry, not last year, the year before. So when Cooper Cup went up onto the fantasy scene, 20, 2020, 20, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 okay. Um, Woods was their one. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I gotta do some more research, but uh, I think that's a horrid take. I, yeah, uh, I, I, gotta, I, I gotta look some stuff up. I just don't think, I don't think, I don't think that's right. Okay. I really well, uh, no, well, I think Woods was the one. Okay, we're 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 gonna move. We gotta go. Yeah, we, we gotta we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep go. this thing rolling here. We don't have time to argue. But, Charlie, what's your love hate? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, uh, King Henry is still king to me. Yeah. Um, he 
it took Jonathan Taylor three weeks of Derrick Henry being hurt to catch up to his yardage okay. last year. What's your Wait, name? So, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, No, you're good. Because I, 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 you said JT was already the best running back, and we're talking about King Henry. Do you no, think King Henry is better than JT? I said I know, I know. And this is the, I know this is the argument. So, yeah, yeah. do you think Derrick Henry is better than JT? King Henry is, yeah, in my opinion, okay. yes. Okay. Okay, I'm just curious. Just curious. If, if you're if you have a team and you can pick someone, JT or Henry, yeah, yeah, it's King. Yeah, Henry you pick Henry. You pick Henry. Yeah, okay, okay. I like um, it. I like it. And then I hate the entire Giants team. <laughs> okay, that's my hate. James, what do you have? <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> that's great. King Henry uh, is my love easily. Uh, my hate is the Giants' offensive line. And do you guys think we'll see any of Malik this year? Yes. No. Wow. Yeah. No and yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Interesting. Wait, uh, wait. Well, are we talking about starting a game or seeing? No, no, no. Like, just, just on the field. Like, use them in some, sure, in some sure, lineup. Sure. Okay. You yeah. do think? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I we mean, can see him start. I think we could see him start. Wow. I do. Yeah, I do. Wow. I I just think, yeah, I mean, I I know we'll go into it later, but, like, I just think, and it may not be necessarily Tannehill's fault, but I just think they might be looking for a spark. I I think this this team might be an offense that's looking for a spark, and that might be Malik Willis. At some yeah, point got, during the they've season, they've got Robert Woods for all the sparks. Mm, sure. Oh boy, yeah, that's, that's a forest. That's a forest fire right now. Yeah, yeah, the wide receiver one. <laughs> Stop. We're not. We're not. No, we already did this. Yeah. I'm looking it up. I'm gonna look it up. All out. right, I got the Titans, boys. I got the Titans. Uh, Titans. Titans. All right, moving on here. This one may not be one that we agree on here. We got the Packers at the Vikings. Green Bay's only favored by a point and a half, boys. Uh, my love here. I really like Kirk Cousins. Said no one ever, but I do think Kevin O'Connell, I think this offense could be a blow-up spot. I really, I bought high on on Kirk Cousins, and I think he could be the recipient of a lot of wide-open offenses. Even Justin Jefferson has said, wow, I already see why Cooper Cup was open so much last year, and it was more based off the offense than it might have been based off of one-on-one matchups. So, I love Kirk Cousins here. I think Kevin Connell, this is his come out game of like, all right, we're this is this is who we are. We're gonna be the Vikings. I think the Vikings could be really good this year. I really do. My hate is gonna be the Packers wide receivers. Uh I, I don't know. I, I don't know that the Vikings defense is that much improved, but when I was thinking about this game, the only thing I could come up to question was, well, who is Aaron Rodgers gonna pass to? And I feel like that question still needs to be answered. So Yeah, I can answer that. I'm going next. Um, because we're, we have opposite takes on this. My 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 hate is is, is Kirky, and it's biased because I think we should have paid him. Um, but I, I think he puts up good numbers with those a lot of picks, and I think Alan Lazard is a problem. And I think having a bigger role this year, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers will or will not be on drugs, but whatever he did last year, I hope he does it again. And and, and I feel like and I feel like Alan's going to eat. People forget he is six six two twenty five. Yeah, he is big a man. Major, it's a, major it's a big man, big man over the problem. Yep. And how, how many games have we started? We did not know who Aaron Rodgers is throwing to, and he still goes for three hundred. It happens. Very true, Charlie. What you got? I actually do love Kirk in this game because of keeping up with the Packers. And like he's going to throw a lot. I, yeah, I, Bryce, you know this. I've hated the Vikings defense since day one. Mm-hmm. I think they are trash. Um, maybe Daniil Hunter's back. 
and healthy. Maybe Zadarius Smith is back and healthy, and then that that helps. But I think the Vikes get torched, and so Kirk's going to have to keep up. Luckily, Kirk is one of the best arsenals in the league. So I think Kirk does have a good game. Um, Game yeah. pick? I've got the Packers. James? I got Packers. I got Packers. I got Vikings. I got Vikings. All right, let's move on. So this this like game this game could be the game of the weekend here, boys. We could be talking about this game uh, basically all week long next week. It's the Chiefs at the Cardinals. Uh, Kansas City's favored by four and a half points right now. My guys, I'm going to be honest. My love is just offense in general. I think this game could be like yeah. <laughs> 45 to 55 as the final. Like I know both teams have a solid defense, but I just think like. This could just absolutely get out of hand here. And my hate's going to be field goals. I just think it's going to be touchdown city. It's just going to be back and forth, touchdown, 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 touchdown. A, a way of scoring points as as a hate. Well, I just did. I just did, so deal with it. Uh, Charlie, what do you have? Goals. Can't choose field goals. Charlie, what do you have? I've got – I actually love Kyler because I think the Chiefs' defense is not as good as the Cards' defense. I don't think it's a – huge margin but I like the Cardinals defense a little bit better than I like the Chiefs defense and I think overall my hate is defense in this game backing up what you said we're looking at 90 to 100 points probably in this game Um, I think Kyler's going to have a day despite D-Hop not being there maybe it'll bring out a little more in him what do you got James all right, so for Chiefs Cardinals, I have I hate defense. I think this could be our uh, the Chiefs Rams game of yesteryear. If you guys obviously you know mm-hmm. everyone remembers watching that that insane yep. game, great game. Um, and I don't know Homer pick. I, I, I love Patty Holmes because he's that guy. I'm super curious on Charlie's take that D Hop um, is not going to have an effect on on Kyler, or if it does, it might help him. I, I don't know about that yet, but I hope it does. I'm a, I'm a big Kyler fan, so we'll see. Well, I think I, what I mean by that is that he'll spread the ball around more. He'll, I mean, he'll have because he to. has to. Yeah, because yeah. he has to. I like that. And then maybe a little bit more running. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I mean, people again. People always forget Kyler is arguably the best Texas football player of all time. He only lost like I think he lost one game his whole career in high school. He's he, he's a winner. So we'll see. Yep. All right, um, game picks. Who you got, James? Who you got? Um, Chiefs. Charlie. I've got the Cardinals. Uh, I I literally said flip a coin here. Um, I'll go Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs. Where Where is this game? Yeah, in Arizona. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. yeah. So it could be. I mean, it's gonna be a really good game. All right, let's move on here. We have the Raiders at the Chargers. Chargers are favored by three full points. Um, my love is going to be uh, – I have Austin Eckler here. I think he just is going to – I think he's obviously the most consistent fantasy player. I know we'll talk about it as far as daily goes. Um, I don't think you can go wrong here. Between what he's going to do in the passing game or the rushing game, I just think Austin Eckler's always a really safe pick. As long as he's healthy, he's going to get you really good points. My hate is – it. I don't really know who specifically I hate. But it just feels like the Raiders' offense is set up. But, like, someone's going to get the short straw. Is it Devontae Adams? Is it Hunter Renfro? Or is it Darren Waller? Because, like, it just se- – or is it Josh Jacobs? Like, it just seems like between all of them, like, some something's got to give. Like, I don't know if you can have an offense that spreads it around 
so that everyone's getting the love. So any one of those three, whoever gets the short straw there. I don't, I don't really know how else to better say it. I had Waller written down is just kind of my thought process. I think Hunter Renfro will be probably the most consistent if you were to ask me. James, what do you have? Um, man, that, that was a really good take because I thought the same thing. Like that's a lot of people to feed. Um, so I, I have Waller for that reason, not because of his talent or anything like that. I just think as it's your just, hate. Uh, yeah, as my hate. That's my hate. And then I, I love Herbert. I think that man is going to put up video game numbers this mm. year, man. He yeah. is so he is so good. So it's my love, Charlie. Charlie. Um, I actually love Devonte in this game, and I think we are going to see the newest rivalry between a receiver and corner emerge between Devonte and J.C. Jackson. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are going to want to show off their old school um, connection, if you will. Right, because they played together. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, I hate Josh Jacobs in this. I think that he's going to be, Bryce, what you were talking about, I think he's going to get the short straw because this is going to be – an all-time shootout. I, I truth, truthfully believe this is going to be one of the best games to watch, and it's going to be so much fun. And I think, I think Devontae is going to be fed. He's going to be a huge <clears throat> part of this offense, especially this first game. Yep. Bryce, who do you got this game? I got Chargers. I, I like the Chargers better. I think the Chargers' defense is what might win this game here between the new additions – of J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack, that's what I have putting them over the edge here. Yep. Um, I have Chargers. Uh, my hot take is I have Hunter Renfro is my top five route-running receivers in the NFL. I love that. Would not oh, argue with that at all. He's, he's um, dude, He gets in and out of cuts. Crazy. Yep. Crazy. Charlie? Oh, God. Yeah. We got a conundrum. Yeah, we do. Holy smokes. We're caught in a pickle here. Charlie yeah. being speechless? What? That's never happened. Bryce, you, you speak over me more than anyone else in my life. <laughs> more than my wife. I was going to say, aren't you married? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going the Raiders on this one. Okay. All right. I don't, wow. I don't love that pick, but. Um, wow. Okay. Wow. I, I, I think that the Raiders are going to be better than people think. Yeah. Considering the no, I agree with that. And everything. Okay. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, boys. We have Sunday night football. We have the Buccaneers going to America's team and the Dallas Cowboys. I Tampa we're Bay. Stop calling them America's team. Um, I mean, that's podcast. that's kind of their nickname, so I have to call them by America's team. But um, oh, listen. Tampa Bay has always been favored, but the line has been dropping every week. The line is currently one and a half points. Um, I, you know, I think that's probably a tribute to how many, how many, uh, s- yeah, yeah, yeah. I in like the question, obviously, t- if Tom Brady gets pressure at this point, we know he's just going to go down. But like, don't ever doubt Tom Brady because we see how that happens. He, he Correct. Goes and just wins Correct. another Super Bowl. So we have learned. We have learned. Let's not doubt him, okay? I would gladly give up my pinky at this point just to see him walk away. I thought that I had gotten my wish, but it, it didn't end up happening. But, James, I'm, I want to throw it to you first. What's, what's your love-hate on this game? Uh, um, I mean, for what you just said, dude, it's really hard. I love Tom. I, lo- I feel like he has to, like, shut people up who were talking about, like, 
him taking time off for whatever reason. Um, and I think the Cowboys need a little time to figure out their offense. I, I, I hate the Cowboys offense. Just for week one, I think this season will be fine. But for week one, I do not like the Cowboys offense. This is still a pretty good Bucks D line as well, or defense in general. But the defensive line it may not be what they were last year, but this is still a really good defense. But even a battered Bucks line is still better than half the league, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Charlie, what you guys got? Um, I love Mike Evans in this. I think Trevon Diggs gets exposed this year. I think that Trevon Diggs is a interception machine. But he's not that great. Not a cover guy. He's not a cover guy. He's just not. And I think Mike Evans. I think this is going to be similar, though, to last year. Because this was the opening game Thursday Night Football last year. And it was like 46 to 43 or something. It was incredible. Um, I hate running backs. All the running backs in this game. I just do. So I'm trying to determine do I like the Bucks' offensive line against the defense that came onto the scene like a freaking bat out of hell last year. It's true. Or do I like the Cowboys also decimated offensive line? It. This is a tough one for me to pick, but either way, my love is Mike Evans. I hate running backs in this game. Okay. Go ahead, Bryce. Yeah, my love is going to be Tony Pollard. I think um, at least early on without Cedric Wilson, or I'm sorry, um, I don't remember who their third receiver is now that I think about it. But I just think, like, if they're going to keep the Cowboys on the field offensively, I think Tony Pollard might be the X factor for them moving forward this year as far as what he can do in the backfield and then potentially in the slot, like what we've heard he's doing. And then, Charlie, I kind of agree with you. My hate's going to be playoff Lenny. Um, Obviously, it's not the playoffs, so he may not be putting up the kind of stat lines that he does in the playoffs. So I... I'm not going to doubt Tom Brady. I'm going Tampa Bay here for my game pick. I'm going Bucks as well. I am too. And I only feel kind of good about it. Okay, I was waiting for the butt there. Uh, I was going to say, there was, there, there was a big butt there. There's a big butt coming there. But Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be another awesome game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's Tom. Okay. Tommy B. All right. It is Tom. It is Tom. Moving forward here, boys, we have the last game. We have Broncos. Going to Seattle, Russell Wilson revenge game potentially. Denver's favored by six points. And guys, honestly, if you were to ask me, if I were to pick, if I were to just look at the slate of games and I were to say, okay, who has the biggest spread in their game this week? I would have easily said this game because I don't think the I don't think this I think the Seahawks are in this game after the first kickoff, but I don't think it's even close after that. I think Russell Wilson's going to pop off. And I think that's resembled in my love. I love the Broncos, whether it's offense, defense, wide receiver, running back. I don't think it's going to matter here. My hate is going to be everything Seahawks, whether it's their rushing game with um, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker, both coming off preseason injuries. Geno Smith, who knows? DK Metcalf's going to get covered up all game long. Tyler Lockett, who knows? I like the Broncos all day long here. I don't even think it's even close, so I don't mind about not revealing my game pick. I'm going Broncos all day. <laughs> I love that. I'm going the quarterbacks. I hate Geno, and I love Russ. Mm-hmm. I think Russ is – let's ride. You know, like, Broncos I think, country. Yeah, let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> like, I, think, I think people are going to really get behind that. People, you know, Some people call it corny, but those people weren't athletes. You guys don't understand. Mm-hmm. That's something you can really get behind. That's mm-hmm. a mentality. So, uh, yeah, I think I think Broncos – yeah, I'm going to say my pick too. I got Broncos. Easy. Yeah. Charlie, what you got? 
Uh, love Russell. Hate the Seahawks overall <laughs> for multiple reasons. When Charlie doesn't like a pick, it sounds like an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, like, I, hate I hate to see. I'm like, dude, it's just it's football, man. God damn it. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. All right, uh, who you got? Yeah. Who's your pick? Yeah, Charlie, who's your game pick? Broncos. Okay. Sure. All right, sounds good. Not even close. Sure. All right, boys. All right, boys, you guys know we love daily fantasy football here. So uh, sure what I wanted to do was uh, I, I went ahead and looked at some of the salaries already. I've already made my uh, my million-dollar winning fantasy uh, daily lineup here. So I just want to give a couple different points. Charlie, what I'd like to do is I did some research here, and I went through each position. And what I'd like to do this year, instead of revealing my, my, money, my money winner here, I'd like to just put a couple points on it, some guys – at each position that I think could bring you a lot of value with a lot of upside as far as your daily lineup goes. I'm going to start with wide receivers here first. I really like Michael Pittman here. I know we talked about Matty Ice being in the perfect system. Michael Pittman's only $5,500 right now. Whether you put him in your flex or as a wide receiver two or wide receiver three, I just think what he's going to get in his volume is going to be really productive for that type of salary. I think Christian Kirk is another guy, too, who could be right there with him. I'm high on Christian Kirk this year, and I do think the Jags are going to try and feed him early and often. Christian Kirk is only $5,100. Whether you use him as a cheap flex play or that wide wide receiver three spot, I think both ones can probably provide you that game-winning potential there. there. Next, Next, I'd like to go to... Hey, Bryce. All right, boys, so I do want to get into, uh, you know, we love the daily fantasy here. So I do want to go sure through. Did. I did my fantasy research, and I went through, and I found a couple guys at each position that I really value this week in week one that I think can give you the most upside for what their salary is on daily. Right now, I really like Christian Kirk and, and, my, and uh, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman right now is at $5,500, and Christian Kirk is $5,100. I think both these guys could see a lot of volume in week one, but I also think both these guys are primed for a blow-up spot. Between Pittman uh, going against the Texans and between Christian Kirk going against the Commanders, I really think both of them could be in a spot where they will see volume early and often and could just be blowing it up off of the PPR format. A wide res- or Whether you use them as your wide receiver two, wide receiver three, or even as a flex position, being in that $5,000 range really offers you a lot of different uh, value as far as where you can move them throughout your lineup. A running back that I really like this week is Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds is rumored to be the RB1 down in Miami. Now, I know he's going against the Patriots in a really stout defense, but what you getting in Mike McDaniel's creativity in an offense and being able to use Chase Edmonds, we saw the type of production that he was getting. And even in a handcuff situation with James Conner in Arizona last year, if he is the presumed RB1, I really like his potential here. And again, being in that $5,000 range really offers you a lot of value as far as being able to set him as an RB2, whether you go the zero RB and he's your RB1, or even maybe as your flex, I think he gives you a lot of value for a big potential on this week. My tight end I'm going with this week is gonna be Dallas Goddard. Again, another cheap option that could provide you a lot of value. 
In Philly, there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed, whether it's A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, but everyone loves a really good tight end, and I like to think that Jalen Hurts is no better than the common man. Dallas Goddard seemed to have the most chemistry with Jalen last year, and I'd like to think with even Dallas not blowing up, he has those stat lines where he'll get six or seven catches for about 80 yards. Boys, in a PPR format, he just got you 14 points on an average week. I like that potential. I like the salary here. I think this, again, just provides a lot of value for where you're getting the money at. Lastly, I like the Eagles here. As far as what they can do defensively, this is a defense that really revamped and reloaded this year. I think going on to playing the Lions, you can get some turnovers here and there and also get some potential for some big play opportunity with Darius Slay and that secondary as loaded as they are right now, I really I'm taking my chances here, and I like the Eagles and what they can do defensively. Again, you have to think about your defenses. Obviously, they're going to give up points, so defense is a losing game. But you have to find a defense that can earn you those points back. I think the Eagles might be one of those defenses this year. Boys, that's what I have on daily fantasy football. Charlie, do you want to talk about our league that we're doing again this year? I do, and I want to th- talk about a couple things to think about when you're drafting your daily this year, especially this week. Remember, they've got defensive ranks against the- each player. Uh, so, like, if you're drafting wide receiver, it's how that defense ranked against wide receivers, but that's based on last year. So these teams can look a lot different. Don't necessarily take the little green 30-second as far as the rank goes for the defense that player is going against as Bible, because this is a different year with a lot of different players. Keep that in mind when you're drafting. Um, Also, just know with all the rookies, it's not going to have any stat line, the fantasy points per game. But the fantasy points per game were based on last year. So, everyone, good luck in your daily. Don't forget... We have a daily that we do. We'll, if you want to be in on it, send us a message. We'll send you an invite on DraftKings. And uh, hopefully we get a lot of people to join this year and so we can have a big pot and have a lot of fun. James, what's your uh, ideas of daily? Do you like daily? Do you like the idea? Have you played much daily? Just give your thoughts for the listeners. So I definitely have played it, and I think the great thing about it is if somebody doesn't really know the NFL that well and they're trying to get into it, it's it's, it's ideal, right? Because you just have to watch five or six guys who you pick that week versus fantasy for some people is a little overwhelming because you have to follow people over trends and seasons, and it, it, it's a lot more of a commitment, whereas fantasy you can kind of pick up in the middle of the season, pick your guys, run with it every week, and next week it's a new week. So, no, I absolutely love it, and uh, I, I love that every sport's finally doing these like daily and weekly fantasy weeks. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. That's why we do it for the people, James. For the people. All right, boys. We're (laughs) wrapping this thing up here. We've been talking a lot for week one, and I hope all of you guys have enjoyed. But, boys, it's time for the best segment in podcasting. Charlie, what time is it? Bryce, give it to us. Charlie. What's jabbing your ass? Charlie, what's giving me the red ass this week is Jim Beam Red Stag, buddy. When we're not drinking ice cold Coors Light from a can or a bottle, you know me, I like a bottle. But when I'm not drinking Coors Light, Charlie, I like 
Jim Beam Red Stag. The unfortunate thing about that, Charlie, is they're right now going through a conundrum is every time I buy a half gallon, you have to buy it in normally a glass bottle. Well, unfortunately, due to um, concerns or just the lack of being able to find the resources, Jim Beam has not been able to stock the shelves like they normally do because of these glass bottles. They also refuse to go to a plastic bottle for Red Stag, even though they do it for other reasons. So, Charlie, Jim Beam Red Stag and not being able to find it on the shelves is chapping my ass. That sounded like an advertisement. That that is fantastic. There are too many things in there that makes it sound like we are actually getting some advertisement. Definitely sponsored by them. 100%. Bryce's face is sponsored by Red Stag. 100%. Wow. That is so good. Charlie, what's chapping your ass? Well, first of all, I just want to say I will pay for you to get a red stag tattoo on your forehead, bro. Uh, well, I don't know about the forehead. That might forehead, be a little. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little a too big. Yeah. <laughs> what about the cheek? Uh, we'll have to see. Which cheek? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might all be. Right. It might be chapping my ass in a week or two. We'll see. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Yeah, my actually chapping my ass. Yeah, yeah. All right, Charlie, go ahead. What's you chapping your ass? Uh, what chapped my ass was that I brought my computer over here so we could do this podcast and, and my, my Wi-Fi wouldn't hook up. Yeah, Here's the thing. I've never had a problem with this computer hooking up to Wi-Fi. It was just annoying. I mean, this is not a not a huge... Like, my, my ass isn't that chapped because we were able to figure it out. But it was annoying. But that's, it's chapped. that's really all I got. That's fair. That's fair. James, welcome to Chapped Ass Segment. Tell us what's chapping your ass. First thing is, I think I might have to add this to my podcast because I absolutely love this segment. <laughs> but what is chapping my black ass is this ESPN application. Oh my! ESPN God. has all the money in the world. They have Disney, they have Hulu, they have the world, and this app never works. You go from game to game. You have to quit out. You have to reset. Even if there's a game right after another game, you have to quit out, then go back into the app when mm-hmm. the other game starts. Yep. And for some reason, it always shows me sports that I never watch. <laughs> I don't know. Like You guys know what I watch, basketball, yeah. lacrosse, football. I, I, I don't care about Temple playing softball today. I don't. I never will. So get, get the chapstick out. I missed it. Yeah, Sorry. Get the Jesus out. Christ. Get the chapstick, get the Vaseline, yeah. get the aqua yeah. That's If, if Netflix ass. can figure out what I'm thinking before I'm thinking, then why can't Thank ESPN why can't work ESPN in the algorithm? It? Thank you. You yes. guys have. You guys obviously have the resources. You guys yeah. own half of media right now. So <laughs> that's chapping the shit out of my ass. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, boys. Well, that does it for the pod. Charlie, any last thoughts? Things going into this week? Football is back. We are all so excited. Coors Light and any draft of your choice will go down smoothly this week, knowing that football <laughs> comes back on Thursday. Um, wow. I've I've never been so excited for something to happen as I am about except your except your wedding. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a that's a close third. <laughs> that was good. I'll make sure Jared goes back and edits that out for your yeah, wedding. Yeah, edit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I've been in the doghouse for a while, so it's all right. Uh, I, I can't get further into the doghouse, you know. Yeah. I'm already in there. I love you, Lily. Yeah. All right, boys. James, seriously, thank you so much. Shout out PLL Quick Sticks. Cannot, cannot stress it enough. If you like any type of lacrosse or just looking to find a new sport or find something new to watch, 
These guys are doing it right. James, thank you so much for being here and talking some football with us today. Thank Literally you, anytime. Thank you, guys. This has been so much fun. And honestly, this has made me more excited for week one than anything. So I appreciate yeah. this. This was great. This was awesome. Awesome. Please awesome. like, rate, subscribe. And we really mean that. We could really use the likes and the rates and the subscribes, I guess. But the rates for sure. Can do. Can yep. Got you. Good week luck. one. Let's Good go. Good luck with your fantasy. Let's do this thing. <laughs>